and welcome to another episode of One Shot, the role-playing podcast. I'm your game master, James D'Amato. This week we've got a show for you that admittedly we should have done in October. We're going to be playing one of my all-time favorite role-playing systems. And I know I say that a lot, but this time I really, really mean it. It's called Dread. And if you've never heard of it before, Dread is very special. Because it's not played with dice or even cards or the way you would naturally assume that a role-playing system would be played. It's played with a Jenga tower. If a player wants to do something, they have to pull a brick from the Jenga tower and stack it on top. If they manage to pull the brick safely, they succeed. And if they don't, they die. Appropriately, Dread is a horror suspense role-playing system, and it has one of the most beautiful metaphors that role-playing can possibly provide. It's definitely a story-building engine. The tower in the center of the table is a looming reminder to the players that their eminent demise may come very soon, and very painfully. It's one of the easiest systems for you to learn how to run horror, because it teaches you how to build upon suspense. And it gives you training wheels, because the suspense is literally a physical object that's manifested in the center of the table. It's also a great system to teach people how to play role-playing games, because it doesn't require any messy mechanics. There are no special rules that you have to know to play Dread. All you need to know is how to pull a brick out of a Jenga tower, and that if you mess up, it's over. To prove how easy it is to play Dread, I've brought on mostly green players for this episode. Pretty much everybody, except for James sitting at the table, has never played a role-playing game before or only done it once in their life. Dread is a game that you can play nearly bookless. I've basically already explained every rule that you need to know. However, there is a brilliant character generation system that you can find if you read the book, and you can pick up a copy of Dread over at Indie Press Revolution. They sell it in PDF form or a physical book if you're old-fashioned like me. This doesn't really say anything about the game system, but the minimalist cover design for Dread is simply elegant. It looks beautiful on any shelf, and it's definitely worth picking up. Well, with all that out of the way, let's get started. With me this week is a motley crew. Uh, a lot of these people sitting at this table have uh, either never played a role-playing game before or have only played once before. Uh, but they do all either have improv or child-rearing experience. Um, I'm counting uh, playing role-playing games before as uh, role-play as improv experience, James. Um, so let's let's get started uh, with with James. Actually, we'll introduce uh, James James Heppelwhite. Hi. Say hello to America. All right. Um, it is everyone in the United States that listens to the show and cares about role-playing games. Oh. Um, hello, America. There you go. At least we don't have the Europeans listening. Or it might be one lady named America oh. <laughs> um, who keeps changing her email address to email me. Okay. Um, James, you're, you're a writer. Yes. Um, like mostly uh, you've been written band reviews in the past. Uh, yeah. Um, miscellaneous, uh, zine experience, and I am almost done, fingers crossed, with an editing certificate from the University of Chicago. Ooh, sweet. Um, James, how do you picture yourself dying? Quick. Quickly. Okay. Um, like in a violent way? Um. Or a heart attack? As long as it's quick. 
All right. I'm You're not just real picky. Not very picky. Well, let's see if you can hit that goal tonight. Um, Dan, we're going to introduce you next. Uh, Dan, I actually don't know your last name. Stoffer. 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 Uh, yep. Dan, you are easily the most dapper gentleman in the room. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, uh, I care a lot about my looks and I don't leave the house unless I'm at a certain level. So. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's I mean, good. You know, more people could use that kind of vanity. I, I try and spread the word as much as possible, uh, based on the way that I look. So. All right. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, Dan, you're also an improviser. Uh, yes. Um, just doing, uh, shows around Chicago. Any, yeah, anything? Any, anybody will let me, uh, participate or, or play around or, or whatnot. That's fun. Um, so if you're a person who maybe has like a dank basement, that you would like, you know, to participate or play around with Dan in, just uh, email the show and we'll we'll pass along his information. Yeah, please do. And you can have my home address and my <laughs> home phone number. And don't forget social security number. My social security number is available, I believe, on your site already. Yeah, we've already, we we've already thrown already. that up there. It's in code. You have to decode it, listeners. I mean, we got to make it fun. Um, so. Dan, how, how did you picture yourself dying? Uh, slowly. Slowly, painfully. So, like, a like, is this an illness or? Yeah, you know, I was thinking, you know, something like, uh, maybe uh, rectal cancer, or rectal cancer, or perhaps even like, so uh, not prostate cancer, like specifically like rectal. Oh, because I'm not even. Yeah, that's. I think that's going to be worse, actually. Um, but the thing I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. But they're going to preserve a piece of my brain or something that they can reanimate later. I think they're going to preserve a piece of your mustache well, and reanimate so. that. I hope they reanimate We're going to have to post a picture of that on the Please site. Do. Um, next up is a voice that should be familiar to you all. Um, because I know in most of the episodes of One Shot, I have promoted my other show on Peaches and Hot Sauce, The Overshare, which is an improv podcast. And you're uh, all listeners. And you're all listeners for the overshare. You have to be big fans. A crossover hit. It's a huge crossover hit. Well, yeah. it will be tonight based on your performance, Alex. Okay. No pressure. Uh, this is Alex Manich. Mm-hmm, that's right. Um, Alex, you are also an improviser. You're an improviser on, uh, perhaps, uh, I, I'd say the, the best, uh, two, two person lead, uh, podcast on Peaches and Hot I Sauce. I think so. I think um, so. Uh, suck it, dilettante ball. <laughs> yeah, I think. Suck th- our dilettante balls. Right, exactly. My balls are very, very dapper, uh, to, to co-op a term. Um, my De- balls also, balls. I do what you do to your mustache, which listeners at home is curl it. I do that, uh, to my, Ball hairs. So <laughs> okay. We'll post, are we are we going to post a picture? We're going to post a picture. Post a picture for our people. We'll post a picture. Actually, let the listener decide. Be very proud. Let yeah, the exactly. listener decide. Yeah, they are. Speaking, what picture it is. So if you like this podcast fifty times on Facebook, yeah, 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 you got to hit a certain goal, right? Um, if we can get to a hundred likes on Facebook, Alex is going to show us his curled ball hairs. My cur- curled ball hairs. And I promise that's the last time I. That's the last <laughs> time I'm going to mention balls. my balls on the show. I promise. Maybe, maybe. maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Um, Alex, uh, so as we mentioned, you have a fiance, lovely fiance. How do you picture her killing you? Oh, so she's going to kill she's me. She's definitely going to kill you. Uh, so uh, you can. Uh, well, on this week's episode of The Overshare, uh, there is a murderer who, who comes into one of our scenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a 10-foot ten, ten killer. 10-foot killer. Uh, so uh, 
Courtney will kill me with one of uh, something that's within ten feet of me right now, uh, and that is oh kitchen boy. knife. No, it is going to be too easy. with pasta, uh, lovingly <sighs> over forty to fifty years of marriage. Oh. Uh, she's going to make me nice, you know, foods. <laughs> uh, we'll eat. We'll go out to eat nice foods mm-hmm. together. Oh man, she, yeah, she's already told you this is how she's going to kill right, you. Exactly. Right? She's going to kill me slowly over time with love and tenderness and closeness and intimacy. Uh, it, it will kill me over time. I will eventually die from, from all of those things. All right. Um, I know that's a cop out. <laughs> well, well, Courtney, if you're listening, he better have scored some points with you or better yet, you're groaning right now, <laughs> upset with how much of a chicken shit he was in avoiding that question. Um, and finally, uh, we come to, uh, this, this week's special guest. Uh, this is a rare event in podcasting. Uh, we have my father, Cliff D'Amato, on the show. Hello, everyone. Saying hello to America as well. I'm gonna actually take, jack up the intake there on your mic, cause, uh. Jack it up, James. That's a very technical term. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dad, you've been retired for a little while. I have, but this week I've been James's manslave. That's true. That's true. Uh, we, I, I'm in a new apartment. Uh, we're doing construction on it right now, and as I am at work, uh, uh, I'm doing all the work. He's doing all the work, yeah. and you can't see I it, have listener, to, but it shows. This yeah. place looks great. Well, uh, well it really doesn't. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> it's getting he's, there. he's got a long way to go, and yeah. I've got a performance review for him after this, and it's not. There's some constructive criticism. Construction. Um, so yeah, criticism. construction. So so, Dad, while while you're working on this place, while you're making sure that the construction goes well, uh, what what accident? What construction accident is going to kill you? Uh, it's not really a construction accident. After your mother dumps me, it'll be naked in bed with Angelina Jolie. <laughs> mm. <laughs> my my question is. Is, I think well, your mother's going to dump him because of because that, of that <laughs> answer. And apparently in this scenario, Angelina Jolie hears that and goes, well, that crass man, that's way better <laughs> than Brad Pitt. Than Brad Pitt. I'm going to leave my life and all my children <laughs> to be with hey, a man. She doesn't have to leave anybody. It's just one time. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently she kills you. Yeah? Okay. Okay. All right. Worst ways to go. So, uh, why are we talking about death? It is because the game that we are going to be playing tonight is called Dread. It is a horror-based role-playing game. Uh, I probably explained a little bit about it at the top of the show, um, but one thing I do want to point out is that there's a Jenga tower in the middle of this table, and as these people are going to be doing things throughout the night, they're going to be pulling bricks, and the tower is going to get more and more unsteady, and that will remind them of their imminent deaths. So let's begin. Uh, you guys are all out um, in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, you're out there on a trip that you won. Uh, mm-hmm. One of you uh, entered a contest. You actually all separately entered a contest. Um, and you each won. And it was to have a beautiful two-week backpacking trip through the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. There's a guide with you. Um and you, it's so far, it's been great. It's been beautiful. It's been a great way to get outdoors. I bought a timeshare. 
Yeah, you you bought a timeshare, mm-hmm. uh, and like you're feeling good about that timeshare. Uh, yeah. It's basically having a second home one sixteenth of the year. Exactly yeah. in the mountains. How could you not do it? That you own, yeah, right? <clears throat> yeah, especially at that price. Yeah, yeah at that exactly. price, you can't you can't argue with that price. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's now about nine p.m. Um, is the and, guide is the guide a male or female? Uh, the guide was actually a woman. Oh, uh, re- okay. Pretty attractive woman. Um, and you, she has, she actually left, um, left you guys at camp a little bit ago to, uh, use, use the restroom mm-hmm. as it were in the woods. And she hasn't been back in about an hour and 30 minutes. Um, ooh, ooh. and it's now reached the point where you've stopped shrugging it off. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Well, she's dead. Obviously. No, we got to go look for her. She's, he said, mildly attractive. He said, okay, she's pretty attractive. We're not talking Angel, Angelina Jolie Angelina. attractive, kill you one time in bed attractive. We're talking okay, mildly. Mildly. You know, like she's, what, she, well, if, if we were to be so crass as to rate on a scale of one to 10, uh, would six. it be like, a, like, what were you talking, a six or seven? Um, okay, if you if you want to really uh, get a good answer for this, sure, um, I'll have you I'll have you pull a brick. <laughs> oh God, if I die for this, oh God, <laughs> I, it will make for great podcast. It will. It will. I will be for podcasting. Yeah, all the feminists will be cheering. My fans will be very upset. I think this show has enough feminist fans that they're already upset with you. <laughs> Oh, oh, there was a risky, yeah. risky. I said it was crass. She's a wow. ten out of ten. Oh, oh. let's go find her. Wow. She's a ten Can out of we ten. Just call like professionals, or are we just gonna run off in the woods? Well, calling would be a great idea. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that. All right, you okay. make a call, James. Did you bring your phone? Well, I mean, do we split up in groups and go look? We're not. That's a bad idea. I like, think bad idea. It, yeah, there's 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 a, there's a phrase. It's called split the party. Right? It works out great for the party. Right? Yeah. I'll go along with that. that. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Okay. So yeah, um, I'll make a call. You make a call. Okay. Um. So you pull out your phone and pull a brick. If you want, you can always reject pulling a brick. Well, this is bullshit. Yeah, you're not committed. And remember, you're not committed to the first brick you touch either. Oh, that's nice to know. Huh. That counts for people, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's good that you're not committed to the first person you touch. You're not committed to the first person you touch because that's your mother. I mean, yeah. Right. But there is a certain level of commitment There's there. A certain level, of but it's just on there. a different level. And Angelina and Jolie level. is still out there. Yeah. She's still in play, but she's a mother too. So you can watch. Oh the she's a mother. Here we go. It's not good at all. Ooh. Okay. And your phone works. Sweet. Um, yeah, you're, 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 you you pull out your phone. Do we know her number? <laughs> yeah. What are you? What are you? Who are you calling? Let's try the woman. All right. Um, Ooh. You call, uh, and... You... Becky? Is it in Becky the Guide? Yeah, yeah, Becky. Yeah. It's Becky, Becky. the Guide. <laughs> I'm okay. bad. Yeah. I just feel bad calling, you know... Becky Hey, 10. woman. Yeah, Becky hey, the woman. Yeah. Hey, the woman guide. 
It's, We've it's already established that most of the party <laughs> is is fairly rude. Her name is <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. Her yeah. name is Becky Tennyson. Um, oh, Becky Tennyson. And you you do hear uh, you if you listen very intently. It's hard. It's a little bit windy tonight. Um, you know, it's mo- like the sky is mostly clear. Uh, there's a beautiful full moon above the clouds, but uh, they're like. The, the the trees are rustling and like throughout the sounds of nature, you can just barely make out um, an electronic ringing in the distance. In the distance, should we go to it? I think I think uh, we should we should investigate the the sound. The the, the question world. is, how is sound going to travel up here? Because uh, I know if you're out on water, uh, you can hear sounds. From different places, so like you, a sound could be originating from one place, but because it travels in a certain way, it ricochets. It ricochets. Or, or, it seems to come from all sorts of different um, places. Well, ventriloquizes uh, itself. Or yes. I happen to know the answer to this. And oh, if okay. you want to oh. have seen the Discovery Channel special that pertains to this, you can pull a brick and find out. Oh, so we're going to, I'm going to pull a break and then we'll take and a break have, in the podcast. And, and you'll then. have that knowledge. Oh, I'll have that knowledge. I'll give you that knowledge. Do I, yeah, that's what he wants. Or oh, Cliff is just Mr. gone for it. Oh, Mr. Demato lives lives dangerously. Wow, this is you can tell oh, this perfect. Is, oh. I'm surprised that none of us went for that. that that's a beautiful that is move. Kind of he went for the classic bottom of the tower, middle brick. Can't possibly hurt you later on. Actually, the way Jenga works, you need to complete the three on top. You can't. Oh, James sort of screwed the party. Well, you can just scoot one. You over, can right? scoot one over too. Yeah, just just yeah. go like this. Like oh yeah, or just do that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. that's this is oh, cool. let's scoot it over. That's this a good is idea. Um, clearly the move of a seasoned Jenga player and yeah. and construction oh, worker. Yeah, and veteran. Yeah, <laughs> um, and veteran manslave. The reason yes. in open water uh, that uh, sounds appear to be coming from all yeah. directions and hard to reach their point of origin is because there's nothing to absorb the sound and sure. break it up. Okay. In a forest with a lot of trees, uh, the sound will disperse and get distributed through a single path. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm smarter now. Yeah. All right. Plus, That's plus what it's like to be James in, D'Amato. Plus one intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> is that yeah. a thing that happens in this? That's XP points. Yeah, XP. Right? That, that, goes, that, goes, that goes in your secret stats. Oh, nice. So you've, you've actually now seen a Discovery Channel special about the woods. So that may or may not come up. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, you, you believe reasonably now that you know which direction she should be coming from. Or she should be. Okay. Okay. So our, and let me ask a question. Are any of us thinking if we save her, we'll get to be with her? Well, <laughs> I'm going to remind you, you're not thinking of, you're not thinking that, uh, oh. because in this scenario, it is real life. Uh, <laughs> is that the, is that the rules of the forest? It's not, not, not even just that you're a married man, <laughs> but you look like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hurtful. Hey, the truth can sting. <laughs> uh, I think um, even though I've seen a documentary about the woods, that I'm still inadequately equipped to guide us out of the Rocky Mountains. So I think mm-hmm. we should go see if she's okay. We should go find Becky. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you're, you guys are looking for Becky. Um, but you, you, you go through the woods. Uh, it's slightly chilly. This is the summer, but it's the summer in Colorado. Sure. Colorado is a mountainous region. Uh, 
and even up in the mountains, there's not much uh, humidity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it doesn't retain heat very well. Okay. Um, so it's, it's crisp out. Um, you can't quite see your breaths, but you need, you know, light jackets. Um, you're looking around in the dark. You do have flashlights with you. Um, but if you want to find her, you're going to have to pull a brick. Well, I'm in, I haven't pulled a brick for a while. Uh, and you know, now we're in Colorado. Like I, I feel like we should, should find her. So, yeah, uh, we gotta watch, we gotta watch our hands on this table. Cause I think I see this thing listeners at home. Yeah. I've got my hands firmly uh, sits. They're seated underneath my legs mm-hmm. right now. Oh, that's, I that, predict that oh, I that will die from reaching for a cookie. <laughs> Uh, in game and out of game. In game and out of game. <laughs> Actually, in real life, too. That's, yeah, right. That's a good way to go, wow. reaching for a cookie. Yeah, it is. It's a pathetic way to go, but it's going to happen. I'll probably just cross my legs and die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you, you pull, you, 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 you look around. Uh, you've got your flashlight. Um, Alex, James, and uh, and Cliff are you know sort of talking on the side, like going, "I wonder where she could be. Where did we hear it from?" I wonder hey, where James, she could be. Do you want to do you want to try and uh, you want to try and call her again? Um, meanwhile, you are you you're sort of just off to the side on your own, and you hear something that almost sounds like a kazoo or uh, some sort of a novelty party whistle. Um, <laughs> And then there's like sort of a sort of a a, a, a burbly sound too, like a bong. Like uh, yeah, almost a bit like a bong. Like a bong um, rip. And <laughs> then James James does call the phone, and uh, you you see like a piece of light um, just off to the side. You shine your light over it, and there is Becky, um, and her throat has been torn open. Um, and Ooh. the sound that you hear is, is her, trying to her trying to breathe. So not so much a tin anymore. <laughs> oh. First uh, thought. Anna, Sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it looks like Dan's going to die first. I'm, uh, my first yeah. thought was concern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just say, I didn't voice it, but... Your first uh, thought wasn't misogyny. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well... Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> uh, can I... Uh, well, I should assist her then. I should. Can I inspect uh, closely uh, the wound? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you guys can all uh, go over. Uh, Do we have to pull a brick to get a I've more got, detailed I've explanation? Got a question: Why are we standing around in a place where someone who knows the woods much better than us just got their throat slit? Is it slit or was it an animal? We haven't determined. Well, you yeah. need to go over to yeah, it. We have to like really yeah. James, first you go stand over there alone on watch. The rest of us will crowd around this woman to make sure she's okay. With my flashlight. With his, oh yeah, with uh, Dan's flashlight. Um, James, go 20 yards that way until you can barely hear our voice. Or see the light from my flashlight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, I we, uh, we we go and we look at the woman and we uh, we I take her pulse 
and okay. see how uh, it's uh, it's faint. Like you can take a pulse without without any of that uh, without pulling a brick. It's faint. But if you really want to get an understanding of the wound, it's still dark even with the flashlight. Mm-hmm. And the blood, there's so much blood everywhere that it's sort of uh, concealing the flesh. You don't quite understand what's going on. So Shoot. if you want to fully understand the wound and the nature of it, somebody's going to have to pull a brick. Oh man. I mean, I you feel know, like we don't need to know. Eager heroes here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if I fully understand the wound, I am. But uh, Cliff is Tomato. going for it. Cliff is going for it. He has to know. Ooh, see? that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I feel like eventually, though, those are going to be. He's got steady hands on that one, too. Yeah, right? yeah if you guys keep refusing to pull bl- bricks, he's going to get all the easy ones, and then you'll true. die. I mean, uh, I just know that if I, even so, if I know, watch, well, let's, you, let's you, use this explanation you and see walk if I can up, do yeah, anything. You, you, uh, you go up there. Um, you are the only level-headed adult. Uh, everybody else <laughs> has sort of, everybody else has sort of, you know, been drinking a little bit. Uh, but, 40 years on each, each one of you. Yeah, exactly. You, That's true. Uh, you've, you've lived uh, enough, you've built up enough alcohol tolerance and whatnot. I'm 10 years old. <laughs> that, uh. That you, 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 you know when to keep a clear head and you kept a clear head tonight. You're not, you're not as buzzed as these gentlemen are. So when you see the body, um, instead of dumbly walking up and checking a pulse on her wrist, you instantly, uh, tear off a piece of your jacket and use it to, uh, put pressure on the wound. Um, of course. Uh, I, I tell Cliff that her pulse is faint. Because that is useful information that he Meanwhile, may need later. You're applying as as you're applying. You're, you're you're sort of cleaning up the area a little bit. You're applying the pressure, and you see that the wound is incredibly jagged. Is mouth to mouth necessary? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't think my father would be the first person that I would want to kill on the show. <laughs> between him and Dan. It's between him and Dan. <laughs> I just made one crash from it's a, it's like a So it's a jagged wound. Yeah. yeah. Jagged wound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He sang a song called It's a Jagged Wound. Yeah, right. Uh it's a, so it's a jagged wound. Well, I mean, what are we gonna be able to do? It's on our neck. Yeah. Um, we're applying pressure though. So you're, you're applying pressure. It's gonna, it's gonna prevent her, like, it's gonna slow the bleeding, but you need to do something to close up this wound. Um, now, have any of you in real life taken any, uh, first aid training? I am AED and CPR certified, so I start. You assess the situation. Assess <laughs> the situation. And the scene is safe. Uh, well, I don't know if the scene is safe. Well, I check to see if the scene is safe. You look, you look around. You hope that. <laughs> you take a quick, terrified look around. The scene uh-huh. appears to be fairly safe. Um, and then as you're thinking through your CPR training, uh-huh. uh, you remember that there is an emergency medical kit back at camp. I will go back to camp and I'll get that kit. Okay. Um, so you're going to go back and get the kit. Are any of the rest of you doing anything? Uh, Dad, I'm going to say oh, you, you were smart enough to know that uh, mouth-to-mouth isn't required <laughs> at this time. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I just was concerned. Are, well, somebody should be calling 911, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'll call. Yes, yes, I'll call 911. All right. 
Um, it rings a bit. Hello, nine one one. Hi. Um. Um. There's been a murder in the Rocky Mountains. Talk faster, man. There's been yeah. a, there's been a murder in the Rocky Mountains. We are a at murder. A, yeah. Where are you? Sir, do you know where you are? Not a goddamned clue. Um, yeah. Oh, that might not be a murder! You hear, you hear <laughs> faint shouting from <laughs> camp. There are a lot of people crowded around the phone anxiously. Um, it, it, um, we, we were last... It, it, so, um, so, for, so for the listeners at home, I am looking... Give the phone to somebody else! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sir, here I'll take the phone. Yeah, Sir, okay. Uh, phone. Uh, Jesus Christ, the person just died. Okay, <laughs> we're trying to assess the situation. Our guide Becky uh, is got a jagged cut on her neck. Okay. She is bleeding. Her pulse okay. is faint. We've established that. All right. Uh, we're trying to apply pressure to the wound All right. to slow the bleeding. As far as our location, uh, we just went by uh, earlier in the day uh, uh, the Colorado River. <laughs> Okay, uh, so she, so so uh, they're like you, you're you're in you're in the mountains. You're we are in the mountains. A cell yes. signal. Um, do do you? Do any of you remember what peak? Uh, Mount of Holy Cross. Mount of Holy Cross. All right, so you're you're Mount of Holy Cross. Um, you she she, she says hold hold on one moment. Um, she comes back after about three minutes. Um, and she says. It is going to take at least an hour for a rescue operation to reach you guys. We're mobilizing choppers since uh, we don't have a lo- an exact location for you guys. Um, just look for choppers. I just noticed on James's phone that his battery is at one-fourth uh, percent. Yes, you did. I just kind of now looking at him like, why didn't you charge this up earlier? Well, but you've been here for a couple that's of days. That's true. I can't really throw that stone. And, and where and where the fuck's your phone, smart guy? I am on vacation. <laughs> I'm away from the world. <laughs> you've, I come back. Okay. You have uh, turned your phone off like a professional, sir. Good job. I return. I did stop for a second to have some pasta at the camp because it was left and it was getting cold. So so you quickly scarfed down a little nosh. A little nosh. I scarfed down some pasta. I checked my phone. It had full bars, full battery. Excellent. I left it back there. Wonderful. Uh, so actually did it have full bars, full battery. Pull a brick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys have improvised your way into a phone on a quarter battery, which is great for tension. Not wonderful for you guys, but I don't mind at all. All right. Oh, so, yeah, your phone has full battery, full bars, no cell phone mishaps happening here. <laughs> None yeah, up in her. But I don't have it. Um, I left so, it but back you, camp. Yeah, you grabbed the medical kit, and mm-hmm. you grabbed another flashlight, sure. uh, you grabbed a lantern-style flashlight, mm-hmm. um, and you're thinking back to your CPR training. Um, mm-hmm. You feel a, a surge of confidence, at least in that training, yeah. um, and you like were frantically searching through the kit. Uh, when you pulled it out, uh, you got some gauze because you know that's probably going to be better to clean the wound mm-hmm. than torn up shirt part. Um and you found an instruction booklet uh, that tells you what to do when you are in an emergency situation where someone suffers a heavy laceration. 
I I do what you do when you're in a, an emergency situation and someone su- suffers a heavy laceration. Um, yeah. So if you want to follow the instructions to try and stitch up this wound, you're going to have to pull a brick. Hmm. This Jenga tower is looking pretty nasty. It's pretty nasty. I, I feel like it's. <clears throat> do I have to pull a brick? Cliff is going. For anybody, it. anybody, like anybody, can? anybody can pull this brick. I'm not going to stop anyone from pulling a brick. Oh, this is worth this it. One. Yeah. He's doing it. Let's start. He so, did it. Again, the level headed the level headed person sees Alex sort of wobbly. He's he actually <laughs> you you turn around to see Alex coming back uh with the medical kit. He's got the book, and you see that a surge of confidence has come across his drunk, stupid face. <laughs> um <laughs> And you, and, and then, and you also see him getting a needle out that he intends to put near someone's neck. And you realize that, uh, that is a lethal surge of confidence. You take that equipment out of his hands. You, uh, give Alex, uh, some busy work. Uh, you say, Hey, go, go prepare a place for her back at, back at camp and leave some pasta for her also. Yeah. You you start cleaning around the wound area and you do stitch it up. Your hands are shaking, but mm-hmm. you're the best man for the job, and the wound is closed up. It's still oozing. You check her pulse again. It's faint, but it's there. All right. What do we do now? We got to get her back to camp. Yeah. Yeah. And we should be able to just walk her there. It's not like it's that far. Well, she's unconscious, so we should probably yeah. carry her. Yeah. So what we do is we have Alex back at camp, bring a mattress, we can put her on the mattress, and we'll carry the mattress back. Or a blanket. We could do the blanket carry. Yeah. Um, let's have Alex do that. That sounds like a great idea. What do you want me to do? Back at camp, I can't hear what you're saying. I just got to know that you want me to do something. Bring a blanket. A uh, blanket? Yes. And you want the mattress too? No. No, no mattress. <laughs> no. Not the air mattress. The blanket. There's still some. There's still some spaghetti left. <laughs> Anyone? I'm not making another trip back. So if you want pasta, you have to say it now. I'll take a little bit of pasta. Okay. All right. All right. There's one pasta. You. You guys. You guys better not try to take any from Dan. We won't. Okay. Uh, no, no. It's you're 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 a big man. It's okay. pretty easy to carry a blanket. Sure. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> fuck that up in mm-hmm. some <laughs> significant way. Here's some bow tie. It's not spaghetti. It's bow tie pasta. Bow tie pasta. Should I do I have to pull a brick from that? That's the most efficient <laughs> camping pasta. <laughs> it's bow tie. So pasta. easy to pack. Uh huh. All right, so um, now if you guys want to properly mount her onto this blanket. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs> your You're fucking villain. This is the first. This, this, is, this, is why, this is why you don't role play without, without ladies present. Um, so if you, if you want to properly get her onto this blanket without uh, worsening the situation... Yes. You're going to need to pull a brick. I think she's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm going to die. Yeah. This is, uh, this is we're, in a tough, we're in a tough spot, listeners at home. 
think he's going to do it. He's going to Yeah. I think he's got it. Look at that. Oh, and you um, were worried. The next guy is in trouble. That's true. Um, and you guys managed to you, you managed to put her on the blanket um, and carry it back to the back to camp very stably. Nobody slips on any unseen logs and drops her. So okay. good job, guys. Well, nice. We're still applying pressure to the, the wound, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, no, you've sewn it up. Sewn oh, it up. You've sewn yes. it up. Wow, um, sewn it up. Yeah, no. Hey, that's what the old man did. Well, I yeah. was back at camp. Yeah. Even. You were getting a blanket. You, 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 were, totally. <laughs> you were nerve eating. Like, you're you're very nervous right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so, you're manicuring your balls. <laughs> yeah. It's just... You gotta, he's gotta have him look fresh, especially in mm-hmm. a situation like this. He might have to get rescued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, he knows Courtney's probably gonna be on that chopper waiting. That's true. Just waiting for her to save him. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so you're, you're back at camp. Okay. Um, you, you've seen the wound. It looks very jagged. Uh, now that you've had a little bit of time to apply some alcohol to it, clean it up a little bit, uh, there are some, Punk, they're definitely puncture wounds, and they're patterned in a way that you know you're gonna go out on a limb and say that looks like a bite mark. Mm-hmm. Given the locale, it seems like uh, the most likely culprit would be a bear or a mountain lion, werewolf. One of the mm, that's a I think that's a leap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I appreciate. Hey, vampire! Exactly. There's no judgment in brainstorming. Okay, mm-hmm. so like everything is, everything's on the table right now. I saw the uh, another documentary film. I saw Grizzly Man, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Werner Herzog, uh, and uh, uh, I know that bears uh, sometimes uh, maul people. So I'm going to use that knowledge. Okay. So Alex, <laughs> Alex pulls on his academic knowledge. His, College educated. He puts on his college educated hat mm-hmm. uh, and pulls out. Hey, bears occasionally maul people. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So now, now for listeners at home, is that very different from any kind of bullshit knowledge check that they have ever rolled in a D and D game? Well, if you fail, I believe that's the what you should get. Hey, bears <laughs> occasionally maul people. <laughs> this is success. Uh, I. Don't know what a bear. I don't know what a. I don't know what a bear bite looks like. They don't really bite. That would have been claw marks from a bear. Oh, experience. Wolf, yeah, experience. Wolf, wolf would have been a bite. Ooh. Or mountain lion, werewolf. Werewolf too. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to get a Discovery Channel. Uh, late night Discovery Channel watching knowledge, you're allowed to pull for it. I've been. Wait, oh, wait, wait, guys. What if? <laughs> And 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 I know everything's on the table, right? Mm-hmm. What if it was Sharknado? Sharknado? No judgment and brainstorming, no, no, no. as I said. No judgment and brainstorming. That would be a bite. That would be a bite. Yeah. At high velocity, though. <laughs> uh, at high velocity. So I I imagine from watching Sharknado, most of those people were obliterated. <laughs> Uh, so, so you're just thinking she would be destroyed, right? Exactly. Uh, you don't walk away from a Sharknado, you know. In fairness, unless, she didn't walk away. She had to be carried. You don't. <laughs> you don't like. It's gonna be when you get Sharknadoed, you're donezo pretty quickly. Okay. I think Dunzo no funzo. Dunzo no funzo. Okay, sure. I do want to watch. So, a, I do want to watch. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of documentaries on this trip. Yeah, <laughs> through this emergency. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I'll take a shot at it. 
Let's give her a shot, huh? Okay. Ooh. No, that's the one you were looking at earlier. Yeah. Ooh. 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 He's oh, pulling from the side. That's smart. Smart. That's actually good. Oh, that looks that's good. Brilliant. I thought for sure that solid. Was... Oh boy, but this even I'm just afraid, huh? So wow. to establish what sort of animal did this, uh, mm-hmm. there are a few. There are a few that you can think of. Uh, in this area, there would probably be coyotes or wolves. Sure. Um, a coyote, coyote would be unlikely to attack a human. Mm-hmm. Mountain lion could. Right. Um, now they are the one, they like, as, as Cliff said, uh, bear is likely to attack with a claw before it bites. Mm-hmm. But both coyotes, but, but both wolves and mountain lions are likely to kill with a single bite. Um, a mountain lion is most likely to kill with a single bite to the neck. Um, and a person would not even know that they were there. Um, wolves are less likely to do that because they hunt in a pack. Yeah. Um, and they would have somebody, they, they, they would have, they, they would have attacked her in another area, which means if this is a wolf bite, she might have other injuries that you guys didn't check for yet. Okay. And as you're thinking that over, you do hear a howl. It Ooh. seems to far away. Howl. It's a mountain lion howl. Is it a mountain lion? It's got to be a mountain lion howl. Howl! <laughs> <laughs> it's a mountain lion howl. Or is, is I it saw it in Grizzly Man. <laughs> uh, Typical mountain lion we should, howl. We should, we should probably like check for other injuries. Well, I think we get her back first. Are we back yet? Yeah, I thought we were yeah, back. Back. Okay. We're back. We're back. Oh, okay. we're back. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. We're by the yeah, fire. We so we, we can, yeah, we're by like a better light source with the fire. Mm-hmm. I begin preparing a very nice uh, rustic penne with pesto sauce <laughs> um, over the fire. So, because when she comes to, she's going to need sustenance. Mm hmm. Uh, and as you're preparing that, the wind severely kicks up uh, to the point where you notice ashes from the fire are starting to actually blow outside of the fire pit. Um, mm. If you want to stop cause it, stop a f- potential forest fire, which could easily happen, even though you guys have dug down the fire pit as low as it can go, uh, Colorado is basically a large tinderbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, if you want to think quickly and prevent ash from flying out of the fire, somebody's going to have to pull a brick. Okay, know. we're all thinking real quick yeah. right now. Everybody's leaping into action. Here oh, comes Dan. Dan. Pulls a block, puts oh. it on the top. Oh. Sets it down like a pro. Wow. Dan is a giant hero. Uh, he quickly, uh, with one wow. motion, he gathers up four beer bottles um, and immediately pours them over the fire. With the fifth in, in my mouth. Yeah, and, and then he, uh, simultaneously, he opens one. With one hand, he just pops the cap off on a log and drinks and drinks it down as he quenches the fire. Um, the fire goes out. Your penny is ruined. But the forest is also not a massive inferno. Wow. I like yeah. trees. That, that was a good save. I, it's a trade-off, and we'll, I mean, we will see in the end wh- whether or not the penny would have been more useful than a, a forest, forest fire. fire. <laughs> than a forest fire. So, so I'm, just saying, that. I'm just saying that. Somebody's going to be hungry tell. eventually, uh, and uh, the penny could have been useful. Okay. We'll see. 
Um, so she appears to be stirring. Uh, she's definitely sweating profusely right now. Uh huh. Um, and is she conscious yet? She's not. She's not conscious. Um, but like she's clearly, she's clearly even unconscious in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah, uh, she's not so much trying to speak, but uh, she, like, she is murmuring. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I think we I, should call nine one one again and try to get a medic to tell us how to try to, to take do. care of her till we can get rescue help. Sure. Um, so whose phone do you want to use? Do you want to use a phone with uh, full bars and yeah, uh, full we power? Found, we found yeah. out that Alex had a full bar, right? Okay. All right. Here's my phone. James, I want you to make the call. <laughs> did a great job last time. I I feel like... Okay, I'm you not going to lie to you. Me. No, I'm not going to lie to you. You did a horrible job last time. <laughs> it was terrible. But you have to redeem yourself on this phone call. Absolutely. Like, there's a lot... There's a lot less writing on this because we already did stabilize her, but we, you know, we we want to know that you can do it. Okay, so what I'm hearing is no pressure, <laughs> no pressure at all, <laughs> zero. It's actually is less pressure, but let, let's give it a try, huh? Okay, I called same number. Okay, uh, you you call that number, um, and uh, the it, it comes up. What is the nature of your emergency? Um, we, um, James, goddammit. <laughs> um, I, don't, don't start with, um, you gotta fucking just say the thing that you're gonna say. We called about the, um, possible <laughs> murder on Mount Saints. Mount Holy, Holy Cross. Mount Holy Cross. Yeah, um, on Mount Holy Cross, we're calling with an update. Um, we okay, have so managed this isn't to Okay, so this isn't about the riot. No, it's, no, it's not about the riot. Okay, okay. Um, Wait, did did you just say it's not about the riot? Is there a riot? Yeah, uh, we, we've we, we're, we've sent rescue choppers um, right now. Uh, is there? A, um, we would like we we would like an idea of what we can do from a medic to con, to continue to make sure that this person who has been punctured in the neck uh, is she, doesn't is, die. Okay, is is, is is this person bleeding now? No. The bleeding has stopped. The bleeding has stopped. The Just bleeding has stopped. And make, it's still make sure she's in a safe place, not disturbed, not exposed to the elements. Ask, ask, ask him if oozing is bleeding. Because he said it's still oozing. Does is oozing, oozing bleeding? Does oozing count as bleeding? Uh, you're going to want to cover that up with some gauze if you can. Okay. Um, we're okay, we're going to want to cover that up with gauze. And then just keep her in a place where she's not going to be disturbed. Um, and, you know, that's not exposed to the elements. We, we do have a chopper on route. Uh, they, they should be at Do you they, soon. Well, I'm going to need you to keep these lines clear though. We're, we're dealing with another sort of situation in town. Can, can, can you send this phone number to the people on the chopper so it's easier for them to find us? Um, you know, I'll do what I can. Okay. The number is, what's your number? Um, <laughs> yeah. My number. What's your social security number? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my number, everyone, is 773. Boop, beep, boop. Boop doop boop boo. Alright guys, so just keep dialing 773 until you reach Alex Manage and mm-hmm. then bother him incessantly, because that's what we do when we get people's numbers on the overshare. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> that's that's some good karma for him. <laughs> uh so the, the, like uh, they tell you, yeah, just make sure she stays out of the elements, and they'll uh-huh. try and pass on uh, your number to the people in the chopper. Okay, thank you. Nice. Well, can we 
Nice job, James. I just want to say that before we move on. You did a great job that time. I gave you a little bit of our time at the beginning of the phone call, but you picked it up at the end, I think. Okay. I'm, it, oh, oh, oh God, I'm, 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 I'm trying to remember the <laughs> nomenclature that's used at my job. Um, and I have completely forgotten which, which words those are. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> We did it. We did it. We did it. So what 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 are you guys doing now? Um uh, oh. I'm kinda I'm kinda nervous from everything that just transpired, so I'm trying to relax myself with a uh, a big uh, fat joint that I got in town earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because it was totally legal. In Colorado. Yeah. And even though I am a, a guest of the state and, and not allowed really to purchase this uh uh, substance. What mm-hmm. sort of what L- sort luckily, of hosts would we be if we didn't allow you to, though? Right. right. Well, I mean, I I make friends very easily. Right. So I got a buddy of mine that I met earlier. I point at the spilled, uh, uncooked penne pasta well, on the ground, that's and I be said, an issue, "Yeah, right." With that joint. Yeah, exactly. And I say, "Look what you've done. Uh, you've made a terrible mistake." And I hope that you, when you are high, you realize the, the true enormity of what you've done to my penne pasta. To your penne pasta. So well, I was, well, I'm sure I'll get the munchies later. <laughs> <clears throat> Is it too late to call the paramedics back and have them bring Doritos? Doritos. <laughs> so you guys realize, um, like just sitting there thinking, uh, you're in, you're not above the tree line here. Um, you're actually in fairly thick tree cover uh-huh. and you did just have to extinguish your fire. It may be a challenge for the chopper to find you, especially at night. Well, we should get up probably the tree line. Yeah. After I smoke this joint. <laughs> <laughs> can we do the same thing? Can, can you do I, it? As- I can smoke and walk at this. Okay. Time. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. The tree line, it's not too far from here. You guys made, camp pretty high up because mm-hmm. you know you wanted there's a beautiful view of leadville just over the tree line what's uh, leadville leadville colorado it's uh the most elevated is it the most, most yeah it's the most town. elevated town in colorado how far away is it about um, walking distance it's pretty far from mount holy cross but you know you're like you you'd be able to see town from there you'd be able to see a lot from above the tree line sure i suggest we build another fire outside though Above the tree line? No, I'd, I'd say around the cabin, just so that the... Cabin? Whoa. Oh, the tent. Camp, yeah. The camp, yeah. Oh, the camp. Oh. I say we build a cabin. You can clearly see <laughs> You can clearly see my father's mentality. He hears that, oh, I've gone on a camping trip. I'm clearly going to be in a cabin. In a cabin. I'm going to be in a cabin. That's the difference between the 20-year-old uh, brain yeah. and the 50-year-old brain right there. I turn on ESPN2 <laughs> with my DirecTV... Uh, satellite dish. I just settled down to watch some uh, part in the interruption. Why? Why not in the prize? Why didn't we get a cabin? Um, in the prize the because the trip was like sort of a. It was. It was an REI. Uh, oh, like thing. so we got all the camping gear. So you got all. You got the camping including, gear and the, including the guide. Yeah, we got okay. Becky. 
who's like who's like she's an employee of rei she uh she she does a lot of their you know promotional things and oh and if we don't get our act together she won't be an employee no no she won't probably you're right cliff we gotta do we can't lose sight. We can't lose like, sight. We can't lose sight of what's important. There's here. a specific clause in the REI contract. If if Becky should die, you have to pay for the entire trip. Oh, oh I shit! Cannot Which, afford that. Yeah, yeah. On we've got a, levels. We've got a certified ten here that is hanging in the balance. <laughs> we need to get her to safety so that she can continue. She might be less than a 10 now. What we need to do is we need to get the helicopter to identify us so that we can get the fire help. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's walk out of this like uh this trees and get up to like above the tree line. So yeah, um, are you all going to go above the tree line? Yes. James says we should stick together. You can't can't leave Becky alone. I I assume we're taking Becky with us. I, I think no, so. I'll stay back with Becky because we shouldn't move her because she's already very unstable. Yeah. I'll stay back. You guys head above the tree line. Uh, uh, just if they're above the tree line, can I see them? Um, with binoculars, yes. Oh, so it's pretty it's gonna, far. It's gonna. It's it's it's, it's night, but uh, you guys have flashlights, uh-huh. so it's gonna be easy to pick them out. You know, like from the camp, like you can, you can okay. see a, a position above the tree line that it's easy to point out. You guys were there earlier this day. It's going to take a little bit of nighttime navigating because you're going to sure. have to go through the trees, but you can see this area. Yeah, okay. but I would have to carry her on my so, own. We'll, we'll, we'll but I am a, I am myself, so I'm a big burly man with back issues. With back issues, and okay. and you, you've got the only um, experience as far as um, caring for. Somebody who's injured, so you should yeah, stay with you Becky. Do, you do I did CPR have that training. needle <laughs> ready to plunge into her neck. Hitting uh, uh, the Yeah, yeah, fur. exactly. So we'll go off. We'll uh-huh. set the fire, and we'll signal you sure. with our flashlight in case there's any problems. So two quick flashes. You got to come on in. Okay, okay, with Becky. So um, no, not with Becky. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, Becky is. I am going to carry her wherever I go from now with your on. With bad back, with my bad back. We am, uh, look. I can't afford this charge on my credit card, so <laughs> we're bringing Becky. Yeah, bringing Becky. Right, right. exactly. So uh, you you guys do split off, um, and you're making your way through the trees. Uh, now you think you know how to get there. Um, if you want, you can pull a brick. Do I uh, as a person playing this game right now? Mm-hmm. Alex Manage yes. sitting here. Do I have to split up from these guys physically right now? No. To to maintain the role play. You uh, you you don't. It was nice earlier when you were at the camp and yelling. Okay, uh, but it's it's not entirely necessary. Okay, I will concern myself with other things right now. This is like a, a side story. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So yeah, if you want, you can pull a brick. I don't know because I, I yeah I'm not so sure that's a good idea. I'm just really high right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, and James has Ooh. the wherewithal. Don't lean on that table. That's going to do you fewer ah. favors than you think. Ah, hell, you're right. <laughs> that is one real rickety tower. Yeah, it's dwindling. <laughs> yeah, no, that tower is severely screwed. Oh, good pull. You found it. Uh, you are free to get up out of your chair and walk around the table, too. That is totally allowed. Oh, thank God. 
Whoa. Whoa. It just got temperamental. Mmm. Oh. I don't know. You can do it. You got this. James might be in trouble. Oh. oh Should have taken that orienteering class. It would be so much easier. Did you ever think you would die wow. reading a compass? Holy Look crap. at that. He pulls it off like a champion. Oh, oh. no. And so we had our first tower fall. <coughs> you were doing so good. <coughs> it's that. It's the. It's the thing. I like was you so think young. It's gonna. Okay. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna pause right now and reset the tower. All right, everybody. We reset the tower. If we sound a little bit more attractive and confident right now, it's because we all have a little bit of whiskey. That's right. Um, yeah. And uh, kids at home listening who aren't old enough to drink yet—that's what drinking does. It makes you more attractive, more attractive and confident. confident. And a note, you know everything. Yeah. 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 Can I go so far as to say it solves all of your problems? I think you can. Though. Yeah, I think. Uh, and we are drinking Breckenridge bourbon right now. For mm-hmm. anybody who's curious, uh, this episode uh, w- this episode sponsors Breckenridge bourbon. <laughs> One of the most delicious bourbons available on the it's market. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, and, and intelligent. intelligent. Is it a bourbon? Because I found out that bourbon... Can only come from, from Kentucky. It is. It is, it is no but, longer allocated. Yeah, that's that's no, that's not necessarily true. Uh, exactly. Most bourbon originated in Bourbon County, right? Um, that's why mm-hmm. they called it that way. However, the technique of burning oak staves um, before barreling—that's uh-huh. that's what makes it a bourbon. Okay, so the lady. Okay, I'm not going to get into she it. She got really, like, that, that's technically, she's correct, because uh-huh. to be called a bourbon, it should be from Bourbon County. Sure. But bourbon has, like, evolved as a term to... And you have to have one. This is like a champagne. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and this this hasn't, this hasn't, uh, this is no bearing on the role-playing game that we're playing right now. So, James... Well, what about us? I'm talking... <laughs> This whole conversation is I'm having with Becky, and she's not reciprocating. I'm just talking about. You're just trying to talk through. You're enjoying. <laughs> you're enjoying a Breckenridge. Yeah. You're enjoying a delicious. Should we give something to Becky? Bourbon. While I, I have, while, I'm the one with. Becky while of right course now. he's watching ESPN two. Pardon the interruption. Another <laughs> fine sponsor, One Shot. I'm yeah. sure. Yes, yeah. we sponsor them. <laughs> we sponsor them. One Shot, please, please sponsors them because our listeners don't know about sports. <laughs> <laughs> so they need to learn about it here. Anyway, um, we so. yeah. So uh, James, you do you you pulled out the map and you you do know where you're going. You took a little bit of orienteering in middle school, and that's actually carried through. You shoot azimuth, uh, and you're heading in the correct path. And you guys break the tree line fairly easily. Um, now, uh, Alex. You oh, we cut, back, cut to me. Cut, cutting back to Alex, uh, you hear howling. I hear howling. You hear howling. Uh, can I do an equipment check? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what's around me? What's within ten feet of me at this moment? Well, there's a lot of stuff that you, you like. You definitely used uh, hammers to uh, spike down the tent. Sure, that was absolutely necessary. So you know you have a hammer. Um, there's a lot of rope and, uh, like 
climbing gear. It wasn't absolutely necessary. Um, and Becky, Becky even said to you guys, we're, we're, like, we don't have to do any climbing. Uh, they gave us the option to. Sure. But, so you have, you have some climbing gear there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you've got, uh, knives for, for cutting up fish, you know, uh, okay. cause everybody here ha- has a fishing license because it gives you free helicopter rescue, uh, in right. Colorado. Yep. Yes. For one year. For one year. That's, if you this, this episode uh, sponsors Colorado. Sponsors as well. Colorado. Even though there's riots, apparently just random riots. Even though there's legalized marijuana use, there's some. There's for some reason there's a riot going on in Colorado right now. Yeah, um, I can tell you right now what I'm going to grab. In one hand, fish knife. Mm-hmm. Those are sharp. Super. Those things are fish sharp knives as fuck. are sharp as fuck. And then, can you curse on this? Uh, yeah, you absolutely. Did. I just did. Yeah. I just did. Uh, I just, I, I just heard that there were people under. There could be people who who can't drink. So, uh, and then uh, in my other hand, I'm gonna have one of those climbing things that you do. We use when you're uh, climbing a up climbing a sheer axe. a yeah. sheer wall, and you you yeah. hack it in there. I'm dual wielding. I've got dualies. Uh, I'm dual wielding. Thank you. Did you take uh, the prerequisite feats, though? We'll find out when we cut back dun, to dun, you. Dun. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I have. So you guys uh, break the tree line, um, and you can see the twinkling lights of Leadville, and you're allowed to voluntarily pull a brick if you want. Mm. <laughs> Thought I was going to be all slick. Leadville is going to kill you, man. Yeah. Just, How many times have people in Leadville said that to somebody else? In Leadville, Leadville, man, this this crazy Leadville, this crazy Leadville life is just burning me out. I am. I, I, I hear. The, I hear the Leadville life is poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, there's so little oxygen up there. It actually kind of, and it's very cold. So it's kind of oppressive to live in Leadville. Okay, well, and actually, the, the kids, you're losing you're losing a lot of Leadville listeners. All ten of them. <laughs> The so, kids that you know, grow up in Leadville, they're actually shorter. Yeah, because there's less oxygen. But they're great athletes. So is there actually yes. a town in um, Colorado called Leadville? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For, yeah. Leadville is home to the Leadville 100, which is a 100-mile race. And if you want to picture what it looks like, just uh, picture Megaton from Fallout 3. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's pretty close. It's <laughs> just like Megaton. It's a little bit nicer in Megaton. Yeah. Um, all right. So I did successfully. You did pull. successfully pull. Um, you're looking over and like, hey, you got your knocks on you. Yeah. Uh, you put up the knocks and you notice uh, there's there's a little bit of a fire in Leadville. It's nothing crazy, but there's a fire down there. You know, maybe that has something to do with like the riot or whatever that you guys overheard on the phone. Um, point of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, are now above the tree line. Um, and, uh, like looking around, you you, d- you do take a moment to survey things as you're planning on you know how you're going to set up your fire. It, it's kind of windy up here. You're at the top of the mountain, um, and you, you're la- anybody can pull a brick if they want. Um, I'll leave that option open. In their party or mine? Uh, actually, at any time during the game, you can voluntarily pull a brick and tell me what you're trying to do. Oh. That was just. It <laughs> wasn't the tower. <laughs> if I was playing mean rules, that would be it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that, that's wow. that's possible. You can say, "Oh, if you drop the brick, that's wow. it. It counts." Um, so yeah, you, you look around and you see, sort of in the distance, something moving. Uh, something large. 
That's what the brick was for? And it's sort of moving on all fours. God damn it. Really? Uh, it's, it's like, it's way out there. It's probably, I'm going to say 30 yards. And James, you, you are still at this point alive, even yeah, though I'm standing behind you, even though right you're now. dead, even though you're dead, <laughs> you're still alive at this point, at, at this point. point. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're, I don't pull bricks. Yeah. You can, you don't pull bricks, but feel free to hop in and make sarcastic comments. <laughs> you know, you don't want your death to be too tragic. That's going to make everybody sad. Yeah. Yeah. Be as nice as possible so that it is sad. <laughs> uh, let's cut back to camp. So, Alex, uh, you, you hear the, howl- the howling in the distance. Since, since we cut away, I have taken my shirt off. Okay. It's a little bit nippy. Uh, your nipples are fully erect right mm-hmm. now um, mm-hmm. because it is, it is chilly. But you I'm know standing. What? I'm cheating towards Becky a little bit. So she can see. She can see. She can see a little bit. Working with exactly. Yeah, she's 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 in the tent. She mostly doesn't see. But like you're like, should she come out suddenly? Fine. She'd be very impressed. And you you're imagining in your head she would say something like, "You're you have a very lucky fiance." And you'd go, Mm -hmm. "I know. I can't wait." And that and, and at that point the chopper will come. And that is exactly right. Yeah. You, you, you're doing this in the hopes that the, the chopper with the, the spotlight will see your <laughs> pale white chest. Sure. Glistening. Yeah. Glistening. Glistening. I uh-huh. apologize. Dare, um, dare, dare, dare I even say 300 esque? 300 esque. 300 esque. Yes. Uh, uh, 300 pounds. <laughs> uh, six pack. Uh, and the, the reflection of the uh, rescue chopper sure. would. That would highlight yes. picks up, yeah, would right, which is completely logical for the listeners at home. All right, okay. um, so yeah, the 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 howling fades a little bit, and then you see uh, the flashlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like you you look in the area where they were supposed to be, and you do you see they've made it, they've made it. You see their flashlights, and you pop on your binoculars. Um, I'm still holding my knife, and yeah, you're still you're axe. still holding. Well, you you've got the knife in one hand. Climbing X in the other, and you're looking through your knocks. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the knocks in the same hand that the knife has. Okay. Um, and Blade you're looking, out. and you see the flashlights all sort of focus onto one area, and you see a figure in that area. Um, now, even though the flashlights are now on it, it's really hard to make out what's going on from where you are. Um, but, uh, your, your knocks sort of unsteadily go over it and you pull a He's brick. He's pulling a brick. He's going to the bottom. He's going for the... He's going to the side bottom. Side bottom. Can he do it? Can he, can he do it? He can easily do it. That's the thing. It works. Weight shifts in the tower. Different things are easier and harder all the time. It's one-handed. I'm going to let that slide. What? But Jenga's played with one hand. You're not allowed you to. have to do two hands. You can't no. double fist. You can't double fist. You use one hand, pull. You gotta fist. pretend that you have a knife in one hand and you're doing something. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> oh, he's being honest. He's Alex, very honest Jenga player. You, you took it out properly. He's a he's a, he's a regular Ted Williams listeners. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I will ask about that reference after I put this. He's like this guy in the box. Yeah. Okay. There we go. He's an enchanted enthusiast. I Um, put it back and then I did it one handed. So you see a, 
human figure. Um, Jesus. In, oh, human figure. Uh, from, from, from this, like, this far away, like, you can only see this person's back, um, but they're definitely in some torn up clothes. Um, and it kind of looks like, uh, like a, probably a black guy. Um, that's what you assume. Um, but it's, Is it, co- it's not what I assume. It's very Listeners, far away. it's not what I assume. <laughs> it could be a black guy. There are black people in Colorado occasionally. Yeah, but I don't assume, but I don't assume anything. Especially ripped clothes. In, yes. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, listeners, I don't assume. I'll pull a brick for that. <laughs> I don't make any assumptions about race. I'll pull a brick. I'll pull two bricks. So you're going to be race blind. Okay. <laughs> so let's move. You guys are back. You're back so at the top. the new slogan for the One Shot Podcast is definitely not horrifically sexist and racist. <laughs> I, I really think that's what it needs to be. I'm sad that we have to make that distinction. In One Shot's esteemed history, this is the first time that that's been necessary. Mm, well, All right. Uh, okay. Get so, what you pay for, James. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so back at the top of the hill. Um, you guys are all training your flashlights onto this figure. Um, and it sort of uh, darts and hobbles behind some rocks before you can get your knocks up. All what right. do you do? Uh, I'm going to uh, suggest, because I am still considerably high, uh, <laughs> that James goes and investigates yeah. it. Yeah, well, def- definitely <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this is something that's right up James's alley. I think he should go and... and uh, Anything to add to that, James? <laughs> I don't see how this could go wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, James, James, you do indeed uh, head off towards that figure. Um and you guys, uh, get, you, you, Dan, you get on the knocks. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, you, you, you bump some room aside so Cliff can get on the other one. You've both got one side of the binoculars trained on him as he's going over to investigate. You hear him calling out, Rutro, uh, Rutro Shaggy. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> I can't do James. <laughs> uh, just, um, uh, just, just wait till you drink more whiskey so you stutter. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we won't get that drunk. Um, you, yeah. So he, you see him go towards the rock, and then you see like he's on the side, and you see something leap out at him, and they tumble down the side of the mountain. Oh, jeez. At least I don't have the charge on my card. <laughs> and yeah. that does absolve him. If you die too, you assume no fault in your estate. It was a weird contract. It is. REI is a weird company. I scream, Jack, no! Because I can see. Yeah, I you saw can see. That. You saw that happen. Yeah. We, uh, uh, we should also mention that REI is a very big sponsor of this of this program, too. Um, as you shout, James, no, as you go, no, you hear, uh, the O of your no syncs up with some howling. Oh, I think we run over and try to help James. So yeah, you, you, you run over. He fell down a very, very steep cliff face. Um, poor James. Yeah, we definitely have to go over man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so so uh, years of Colorado experience, like you know, Dad, that uh, your 
probably not going to be able to go down that yourself. Not at night. Not certainly not at night. No mm. ropes. I got all the ropes. And yeah, we got ropes at base camp. Maybe I should go back to base camp and grab the ropes to see if we can fish out James. All right. Um, you're totally able to do that. And I'll start the fire. <laughs> all right. Uh, going back to base camp. He pulls for going back to base camp. That's a nasty That's, that's not going to work. Hmm. All right, base camp. On the way. Still moving towards the base Whoa. camp. Oh, so some interesting oh. facts, just for people who don't know a lot about Leadville, Colorado, while we're <laughs> uh, maneuvering ourselves back to base camp. Uh, it has a population of nearly 2,600 people. So if that gives you some idea. It's a the fairly time. large riot. Yeah. Is it over 10,000 feet? Or 12,000? Let's see. I'm, uh, that's actually the. Uh, that would be a different statistic. I'll look that up. But uh, Dan, I did successfully make it back to made to it base back camp. to base camp. Base he camp. managed to navigate his way back. You see that Alex has removed his shirt. Um, Alex, uh, you hear twigs snapping bef- behind you. Is it Dan? It is, but you don't know what it is. I don't you know just that it is. Twig snapping. I turn around. And I raise my axe handle, ready to strike. Right. And I'm like, Alex! You're going to need to pull a brick for restraint to not accidentally... You're pretty pumped up right now. You're amped up. You just saw James tackled off the side of a cliff. There's howling around. Becky's been bitten. Feel free to chime in whenever. You can mock these living souls now, James. <laughs> wow. All right. I placed it. Restraint. I, I I get so close though. You get oh, so, I get like so close. right here, like it's, right yeah, next to my it's neck. One of those, like, it's one like, of those shots where it's Dan's eye and he's looking directly at the pickaxe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I nick I nick his uh his cheek just a bit. Just a bit. And just Dan, let him know that I you could. don't flinch a muscle. <laughs> he's high. Stay my ground. It's high. He's yeah. high right there. I actually didn't notice anything happening until he stopped. Yeah. Three seconds after Alex is taken away, you're like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. I, then I'm like, I probably should smoke another joint. <laughs> that was close. That was a close one, but you're back You're back at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad, uh, you're you're still on top. Now you're alone up there. I, yeah, I'm making a fire. Make uh, it's hard. It's windy right now. You're going to need to house it properly, uh, build it correctly. Pull a brick. Pull a brick. This is not going to. This isn't a good one. Oh wait a minute. There we go. He's going for mm-hmm. one on the side. One on the side. <gasps> oh shit! Oh. He made it. He made it. That was very close, but he shifted the tower. Do you want to get up so you're not? Yeah, I love how everybody in Jenga is glued to their seat and always leaning in super far. Nobody (laughs) stands up or takes the appropriate measures not to knock over the tower. So you take out um, a magnesium uh, fire lighter that you were given. Becky, actually, before the trip, was explaining to you how to use it. She shaved off some of that magnesium already. Um, and yeah, I, I learned how to do this in Africa. Yeah. So you, well, yeah, that was a little bit different. You don't have a bow right now. Um, you don't, <laughs> you, you don't have any of the necessary components for that, but you, you pour the magnesium shavings on the fire, um, and you spark it. It lights up 
brilliantly. Um, and this is a pretty solid fire. Um, it looks like you're going to need to get a little bit more wood for it to last long enough to signal a helicopter. Um, so you're going to need to either stoke it at some point later on or right now go get more wood. I'm going to go get more wood. All right. Um, you are, you go back into the trees to get more wood. You're looking around for fallen trees. You pick up, uh, some kindling, some dried pine needles, that sort of thing. When you hear a rustling behind you to turn around and locate the source of the noise, I need you to pull a brick. Another brick? Oh, shit. You can always not locate the source of the noise. That's (sighs) fine too. All right. Just going for one on the top. You can't do it. You can't do it that row. It has to be two rows down. It's oh. another rule of Jenka. Yeah, what rule is that? That's oh. a rule that has existed for since the inception of Jenka. Now, do we believe James Tomato when he says this, or take his word for it? I've been right about everything else. <laughs> says who? Says again, the person you. who's in control of the game. Yeah. Again, thank you, whiskey. <laughs> there we go. Breckenridge bourbon, it makes you writer. Slowly I turn. Huzzah! Yes, um, you whirl your head around, um, just in, just in enough time to see something disappear behind one of the trees. Son of a bitch. I wanna know. You, you, you train your flashlight on the area, um, and n- nothing appears to come out. Uh, but you remember your Colorado training. Um, mm-hmm. You're supposed to make yourself appear big um, and confident, not afraid, and back away watching the area. Okay. At least that's what I was trained to do. You might have been trained to go into your cabin and uh, <laughs> lock the door. Lock the door. Um, Call for help. Yes. <laughs> Um, so we'll cut back to camp. Um, my first question for Alex is, sure. Where's your shirt? (laughs) And will you put it back on now that I'm back at camp? No. Second answer is no. (laughs) First answer is, is this about the pasta? No, it's not about the pasta. Is that, is that James's ghost? (laughs) <laughs> I hear James's ghost, and I answered, "No, it's not about the pasta." First it's, answer he's is so firmly in your mind, and you realize you guys have taken zero time to mourn him. Yeah. <laughs> and the only person who has a reasonable excuse is Dan because he's high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm shirtless. You're shirtless, though, so that's sort of like being high. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, uh, the answer to your first question, I tore it off. <laughs> So it's in shreds he at tore, this moment. He tore I tore it off. off in a fit of manliness. Yeah, gotcha. so that you could put it on Becky's wounds. Uh, and to he, keep her warm. You yeah. hear, you hear, you guys hear rustling um, in the trees near camp. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go investigate that. Let's let's get let's this shit going. Yeah. yeah enough enough uh, enough bullshitting around. Let's murder whatever's there. Huh? What do you say, y'all? Yeah. Y'all. Murder on. Y'all. Yeehaw! That's all I care about right now is I want to bury my... I've got an axe. Yeah. If I don't walk away from this thing burying that into something, 
that it once was living but now is not because of that axe. Uh, All right, I'm I am running full speed. So you run full <laughs> speed, screaming into the area. Yeah, you do a little ululation. <laughs> Yeah. Uh you yeah. You definitely have the drop on whatever is there. Um you you come around the tree and you see a man who's sort of squatted down, or at least you think it's a man, uh has very, very pale complexion complexion and is incredibly hairy. Um Squatch. That's you you're you're noticing that. Um he is he uh, naked? He's not <laughs> naked. He's in torn and tattered clothes. It looks uh-huh. like, uh, like in this, uh, assessment you're making while doing your battle cry and running around, uh, he looks like he was in some sort of, uh, climbing gear, weather gear. You know, he looks like he was somebody who was, you know, here. He was, he was somebody. And he's saying he's using past tense. I'm using past he's tense. He's using yeah. past tense. So that means that, he at was some, some at some point he was and somebody. At this point, uh, <laughs> the man jumps upon you. You get your flashlight on him for a second to get his clothes. You know he's pale. You know he's hairy, and now he's at you. And he's going for another. Apple. I am going for a block. Oh, oh look at that! That flawless. Oh, wow. And I am gonna. I'm gonna do some crazy ass shit. Okay, so. We'll wait until he succeeds. Oh, look okay, at that. so you the guy the guy jumps at you and with uh with bear like grace. <laughs> bears are more graceful than people give them credit for. And not not I'm not talking about bears the animal, I'm talking about a hairy gay man. With the grace of a hairy gay man. <laughs> which if you've seen them on the dance floor, uh-huh. amazing. It's very graceful. He's also a Chicago is a Harry Gay Man who plays football for the Chicago Bears. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Uh-huh. So he's he's incredibly graceful. Uh <laughs> you 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 jump you jump out of the way and you whirl around and you have the ch- you have a chance to get him with either the knife or the uh the climbing axe, but you're gonna have to pull. Oh god. Oh man. Oh, this, this is rough. So for oh, the viewers at home, geez. um the Jenga Tower at it, this point. It's skeletal like in the middle. Yeah, it's actually one block, or it's one block lengthwise stacked on top of another block going the other way. Yeah, and Alex pulls one flawlessly. Yeah, that was that was not hard at all. With with gay bear man like Grace. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) wait, 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 wait. So is he on the offensive line or the defensive line? Uh, that was he, offensive. That that well, I would I would say that I'm I'm like a young Julius Peppers. Uh, <laughs> listeners who don't know sports, uh, I'm like a young Julius Peppers. Uh, you know, fresh out of college, uh, he's at his peak. He's he's being compared at this point to Javon Curse. Uh, wow. Yeah, Javon Curse. So, the Javon Curse. The Javon Curse. So. <laughs> Get your. I know you're on your computers right now. Google those guys. Uh, <laughs> Wiki great players. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you 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 get like you bring the climbing axe down uh, onto his temple. Um, it, he turns he turns his face around actually uh, just as the axe is coming down because he sort of missed you and he was turning around to uh-huh. take another strike at you and you get him with the climbing axe. Um, and just before he does, he's letting out a snarling moan. And you get him in the head. Nice. Wow. 
Nice job. Meanwhile, back at the camp, uh, I run. I run back saying, "Becky, Becky, did you mm, see?" Simultaneously, <laughs> <laughs> as you're back at the camp, uh, you hear uh, you hear some some moaning and snarling actually coming from the tent. Oh, god damn it! I uh, should probably go uh, investigate that uh, moaning and snarling. Is Becky a zombie? <laughs> I I don't know yet. I I haven't been into the tent. I I hope not. I mean, that would really harsh my buzz. <laughs> uh, that's where that's where the the stash is. So if you want more, you have Ooh, to go into the tent. Even more steaks. <laughs> more steaks. All right. So Hi. before before you go into the tent, are you just going straight for the tent? Uh, well, I mean, there's multiple reasons. I want to make sure that Becky's okay. There might have been something that got in there. Okay, making that noise. And yeah. therefore, she is in danger. Absolutely. Plus, I mean, I spent good money on that stash. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm going to be... A man who spends money on his stash spends, mo- spends money on his stash. On his stash. <laughs> stash, right. It's a double entendre. Again, we're going to have to post a picture of Dan just to, so everybody just gets to get the reference. And my balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but only if one shot gets 50 likes on Facebook and at least, uh, let's yeah. say, 10... You probably have uh, more than 50 likes on, on Facebook, right? We got more than 50 likes by now. Although our, our audience isn't a Facebook audience. Uh, I think like we, we've got a bunch of reviews on iTunes, uh-huh. and we're mostly Reddit crowd. Really? So shout out to Reddit listeners. That's that's how we've gotten most of our promotion and listeners is Reddit. Hmm. Hmm. What a great I'm website with great, great users. Great, great user handsome... Oh, that's what I was going to say. Handsome and... Handsome people. You know what? I'm even going to say beautiful. And now knowledgeable about sports. Yeah. More knowledgeable. More knowledgeable. And, and back to I'm the sure game. they're all Dan on our NFL. Oh, that was brilliant. That was a great move. Uh, so you... Into the tent. You, yeah. unzip, you unzip part of the tent, and something sort of grabs at the flap. Uh, oh, okay. That was odd. There's a ghost that walked through the room. Anyway... Um, something, uh, grabs out, uh, at the, at the flap as you start to unzip it and you very quickly pull your hand back. Surprisingly, since I was so slow earlier with the, uh, the axe, <laughs> but <laughs> this time I'm on top of it. Uh, but when it comes to your stash, you're serious. Well, I mean, there's... With the grace of a young Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> before the cocaine. Deep, before the cocaine. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> deep cuts on Daryl Strawberry. Oh. Mm. Well, when I'm investigating it, uh... Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. That's what the zombie is saying right now. If it is a zombie, but yeah, the zombie is saying Daryl. I think maybe I should I should go go find Alex and get uh, like help. So you definitely go find Alex. I think so. Yeah, um, <laughs> because I I don't know what I'm dealing with here. So so you 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 make a break for Alex, um, and we go back to Dad. So you have your flashlight trained on uh, this area where you have you know seen or heard something. Nice. You have a couple of logs under one arm, and you've got your flashlight in that hand, and then you've got one that you're holding just in your other hand. All right. You got to speak yes. at the mic if you're going to yeah. speak. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what are you doing? 
I'm looking around, but I'm going to build that fire. Because so I, you're going to return to the fire. i got to return to All that right. fire. I want you to keep a careful, watchful eye and be a careful stepper. So you're going to need to pull a brick. Pull a brick. Oh, that's going to be a problem. You were very enthusiastic about pulling bricks earlier. You're, well, you're, I know, but now this one is particularly difficult. And remember, Alex, especially if you need to go, because it's 927, you are allowed to intentionally push the tower over at any time. I know. Okay. I'm planning it. All right, I'll cut that part out so it seems more like your idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, give me a chance. I'm going buck wild on this goddamn thing. Buck wild. Yeah. I love it. Make it happen. Well, you already have your shirt off. <sighs> it's wobbling, but it's still standing. Good. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't pull from either of those if I were you. Yeah, well, I think that's there's not many options. I'd say go lower. Yeah, well, I've tried. Oh, that's the one. That that room yeah, right there. That one right there. Look at that. Can I just say, everyone, Jenga is a marvel. It is. It is. It's a marvel of engineering. It, I, every Jenga tower ends up being a marvel of engineering. How did they do it? How did they do it? All right. All right. So you so. you managed to back your way slowly, uh, watching that area of the trees without tripping and falling, um, and you make it back above the tree line. Yes, great. Um, and that, and you add those logs to the fire, and that fire is now much larger. So, All right. and that should last the time for the chopper to get there. Nice. All right. Excellent. What do you do now? Um, I signal back to the camp and see if uh, everybody's okay. So let's go back to the camp. <laughs> I emerge from the forest. Uh, I've cut my pants into very short shorts. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm imagining something from mid period Venture Brothers here. I it's there. It looks like they're boy shorts, but they're very very tight. <laughs> they're very very tight. Pockets hanging below. The hanging cut below the cut earlier. Did you earlier, get them from little lemon. Are they see through? <laughs> earlier in the day, you did a little bit of weight lake swimming. You just jumped in with your pants on, so right. they dried and they've dried tight. Yeah, they dried tight. You got a nice tight jean, but I'm I'm wearing thick wool socks. Mid mid calf smart wool smart, yeah, smart wool socks wool. yeah uh -huh. another sponsor <laughs> available at REI <laughs> for all your outdoor needs yeah yeah so I'm I'm walking uh, out of the and I there's like spatters of blood on me as well yeah there's there are a few spatters of blood and so if anybody's an artist out there yeah <laughs> running running from camp uh comes Dan you uh -huh. get ready again you go oh no it was probably Dan probably Dan and uh -huh. you see Dan emerge and he looks a little bit shaken up yeah hey what's wrong uh man like there was noise from the tent where you know Becky's at you're so fucking high right now I can't help it you're so high right now I know you, there's I... noise coming from the tent yeah, like a, it was like a. Like what kind of noise? Like a brrrr. What, like a, like a brrrr Daryl? Like a brrrr Daryl? No. Was, was she talking like about Daryl Strawberry? Neither. <laughs> she talking about Daryl Strawberry? She was a big LA Dodgers fan. She was a Dodgers fan. But, no, but my stash is in there, man, and I gotta, it's there. I so. run full speed. <laughs> I go straight to a sprint. Uh, axe held high in the air. 
Um, Jesus. Oh, boy. Are, are you <laughs> still dual wielding? I am still yeah, dual wielding. He's, still dual, he's tri-wielding because he's also got his flashlight. Ah, he he no has the flashlight in his teeth. Uh, this sucks. He could have the knife in his teeth, wow. too. Nope. Damn it. All right. Oh, oh Alex. Oh, oh I was going to be so badass. We're going to have to reset the tower, but before we do, let's let's reset this. Uh, so, Alex goes full sprint <laughs> back to camp. He's got his short shorts on. No he shirt. He has no shirt. He's fashioned a crude bandana out of the tatters of his clothing. His face still has blood on it. Um, and something from the dark hits at him from the side. He very quickly and deftly jabs his knife into its throat. Um, and he, like, and he doesn't even turn around to look at it. He just, uh, uh, puts the knife to the side, flicks it a little bit to clean the blood off, and approaches the tent. He, I un- say, I say, cubby suck, brah, as I do it. <laughs> I he unzips, and then he peels back the flap of the tent. <laughs> I really hope the mic's got that. <laughs> there's nothing that can undercut a mood more than that. Um, <laughs> Jesus. He he peels back the flap of the tent uh, and says, "Don't worry, Becky. We're gonna be fine." And mm-hmm. uh, cut back to Dan, and you hear a scream from Alex. Ah! And we're gonna pause to reset the tower. Alex, give us a better death rattle. I want you to go out on a better note. <clears throat> like a scream. Like a scream. Yeah. Just a. Here we go. And be aware that I have neighbors as well. We are back, and I would like to point out before we jump right back in, uh, Alex did have to step out of the room, so we're going to miss on his color commentary, but the bottom of this tower got whittled in. Yeah, yeah. You guys did not do yourselves any favors. At all. No. One of us is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quickly. <laughs> um, so uh, let's, let's uh, before we get to Dan, let's go back to, uh, Dad, you're, you're, you're up in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, you are looking through your knocks down at camp, and uh, you see something grab Alex. Um, you assume that it's Becky. Uh Something reaches out, grabs Alex, and pulls him into the tent. And then there's sort of kind of a... Like, the tent is, like, moving around a lot. All right. I got to go to the tent. All right. So, um, to make make good time, I think you're going to have to pull brick. Tower's getting shaky. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Nice one. Nice. Wow. Nice. Okay. Hold on. We're getting... Okay. It's weird. We get random interference. This place definitely has ghosts in it. <laughs> this building is an old factory. It's probably crawling with unfinished business. Little ghost kids. Oh, man, mm. ghost kids are so loud. Yeah. Anyway, all the all the children that used to work in this factory. All of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a pencil factory. It was a pencil yeah. factory. See, how did I know that? If you work at the pencil factory, you get pre free pencils for school so well that's good that's an education good um so you you make you make good time uh 
running, jogging down. You don't misplace any of your feet. I want you to pull another brick to keep a sharp eye. Really? Make sure nothing sneaks up on you. All right, she's going for the safe one uh, and the, the middle bottom. Very uh, Middle bottom is great. Whenever that one's loose, that's the one you want to pull. And it's good that, like, they were very shrewd to save that for gameplay. Yeah. Um, Don't know why we always do that. <laughs> all right. All right. So I'm, I'm back. Yeah, you're back. You, 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 managed, you managed to make it back. You kept a watchful eye. And now the tent is still and silent. Yep. And Alex! This, Where's Alex? This is as Dan, Dan arrives around this moment, too. The reason that uh, Dad, who was at the top of the hill um, and very far away, the reason that you guys arrived at the same time is you got a little bit lost. The oh, Dan's 30 a feet. little high. Yeah, Dan's a little high. He's well, a little I high. mean, it's a higher elevation. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to sea level. Yeah, you yeah, get you, smoking at sea level is different you know, than smoking at ten thousand feet. It's a different. It's a different high. All in general. All right, uh, so, what are you guys doing? I'm I'm looking in the tent first off to try and yeah. figure out what happened to Alex. And I'm right behind him. Okay. Um so you look in the tent and you do see Alex and it looks as though Alex's throat has been torn out. Oh my god. Uh, his his glistening abs and pecs now covered in blood. His uh short shorts being with so little material have Absorbed a great deal of blood and are totally soaked in blood. Alex is dead. Mm. He's dead. Oh my god. Alex is dead. Oh my god. Well, we need to get out of here. I'm, I don't think I can wait for the, the chopper and the rescue. So funny that you should mention that because now you hear a faint. I'll cut that down and post. <laughs> so, I, so I will say. So I will say, I'm very proud of us. So far, there have been no get to the chopper references. No get to the chopper references. No brick in the wall references. Um, it's this is an amazing group that can only make sports references. If they're going to reference something, it's going to be an obscure sports player. You can tell how much sports I watch by saying sports player. Yes. <laughs> Not a usual thing for people to say. All right. Well, I mean, I I like to. We're that we're a group of all Tony Kukoc. Tony Kukoc. I mean, I'm no Jeff George, but. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know what, Mr. Mano, I think we we got a we got a. I can hear the chopper. We should Excellent. we should get to the the fire. You gotta return to the and fire. Where is Becky gone? She's not Did in there s- anymore. She's, she's not in the not tent in anymore. The tent anymore? Oh my god! <laughs> How? Maybe she's at the fire. Um, you guys can pull a brick if you want. Oh, to find out where Becky's at? Well, you can pull a brick. You have the option. I've, I've, I've got a question. Yeah. Do you want me to move my microphone over to Dan? Uh, you 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 can you can absolutely do that, and you can hop on Alex's mic too. And this will move. Well, actually, I'm going to pause it real quick while we do that. And you're back. Yeah. So let's run for the chopper. 
All right. Um, so you're not going to pull that brick, just establishing that. No, I did. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. oh yeah, he did. Okay. So you look and you see a trail of blood leading from the tent along the ground. It's a little bit hard to see in the dark. You have to pay extra special attention with your flashlights. Um, but you see that it leads off, offwards and upwards. Towards the fire? Uh, towards the fire. Perfect. Let's follow it. All right. So you guys are following around. And you hear howling much closer than before. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that I picked the the fishing knife and the the axe from from Alex mm. once I discovered his excellent, dead body. Excellent oh, yeah. move. Um, Glad that we covered that. He, he, you yeah. looted the corpse spectacularly. Yeah. Well, it wasn't hard to loot. I mean, really. Can you even call it looting a corpse if a shirtless man in short shorts in short shorts has you know dropped these weapons at either side? I, I don't think so. So I'm, I'm definitely uh, gonna t- t- do the dual we- wielding stance do that I saw wielding stance saw Alex do earlier. Yeah, you're not gonna give me a weapon. Would you like a weapon? I would love a weapon. You'd probably pull. a... Pull break, pull break. <laughs> to be to be persuasive. He's high right now. He's I'm, unreasonable. I'm thinking a number one. He's got that All right, he's, <laughs> reaper he's madness. Yeah, he's suffering. He's <laughs> afflicted with reaper madness. And I'm super paranoid right now in the middle. Oh, totally. Totally paranoid. Wait, we're talking Philip K. Dick level paranoid here. <laughs> he was a player for the Orioles, I believe. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he had um, he he had a couple great seasons in the beginning. Yeah. Once he got to his later career, it, yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that always the way? Yeah. Okay. Um, so now do I've you want the work. do you want the fish knife or I'm do you want the the, 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 the hiking axe, the, hiking the axe. mountain yeah. climbing can, axe? Yeah. He uses his mutual fund trader uh, persuasiveness yeah. to uh, my, get, the axe. The, get axe. the axe. You have the axe. All right. Um. And you guys, uh, you're moving cautiously now, and you hear a twig snap behind you. So are they taking a 10 or... So they're taking a 10 on their stealth check. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who's who's leading? Is it you or is it me? Oh, I'll lead. I'll, yeah. All right. So I turn around. Okay. And look. All right. Um, your flashlight darts around the trees and branches. Pull a brick. Or don't. All right. He appears to be going for one in the middle. He appears to be going for one in the middle three, the lower part. I mean, he's, he's, he's using a classic Jenga strategy, which is try to get the middle ones. The middle one leaves you with a more stable tower if you take it. The problem is they compress pretty easily, and they're hard to get out. So will it pay off for him? Only time will tell. Oh, look at that. Look at that. He's going for one on the uh, top side. <laughs> Only time will tell. There's an Enya reference. Enya, for, for those who don't know, Enya was a player for the Knicks. Yeah. Great, great center from 1982. 82 is a great year for the Knicks. Knicks, I believe, won their conference that year due to... Due to Enya. Enya's... All right. Triple doubles almost every game. So now, look that up. We know you're on the computer. <laughs> yeah. Look that one up too. 
All right. So. All right. We successfully moved the brick. Um, you go and you see in the darkness, uh, reflect, like you, you whip your flashlight across an area, you know, trying to ascertain the location of whatever snapped that twig. And for a second, uh, you know, when you see animals like cats or dogs or whatever in the darkness and the light catches their eyes and just a particular way it glows. Well, that's what you saw for a second. And what do you do? Do we investigate or just keep going? I think we just keep marching up to the fire. So you pick up a pace. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want the helicopter to miss us. Exactly. Just hang out around the fire. It's, it's, I can't even do it. Damn. There we go. We need you on every episode just to provide mouth sounds. Um, if I'm available, you you can have my mouth sounds. <laughs> you heard it here first. A hundred percent. You can have Dan's mouth, mouth sounds. sounds. That'll be the new. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, just just for Leadville fans out there, just to point this out before we move on, uh, Leadville is at ten thousand one hundred fifty-two feet. All right, so there you go. Um, so yeah, you guys pick up the pace. Um, you're moving a little bit faster. You're a little bit scared. Uh, I'm going to need you each to pull a brick. Oh. All right. Or not. You can reject this generous offer as well. I'm not going to pick up the pace because I'm stoned. So you're you're just gonna go at a regular pace. Yeah. You know, okay. So you because at at this point I don't I don't feel like even though Alex is dead and James, James has fallen is off dead. the cliff, mm-hmm. I really haven't got that much sense of urgency or the feeling that I'm in danger. All right. Um. So you are continuing along at a jog. You see, you see Cliff take off ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm running like hell. Yeah, his flashlight's moving quickly. Um, and you hear, you hear something like a, with a growling snarl behind you. Um, what do you do, if anything? I get in my head and, and pretend that I did not hear that and continue walking. So you just block it out. All right. Um, a, the classic, ignore it, and it won't happen and to you. And it won't happen to you. Yes. Um, all of a sudden, a heaviness is upon you. Um, you, like, the world makes sense, and you're moving forward in one minute, minute, and the other minute you are going very quickly to the ground, and you feel something heavy and snarling by your ear. Wow. Well, what obviously, I'm, I'm... Now going to have a sense of urgency. All right. Do you pull a brick? I'm going to have to. All right. <laughs> I have to get free of this snarling, snarling presence. heaviness that is now pounced upon me. Yes. Well, pounce. There's an assumption. Well, <laughs> sorry. Well, that, uh, well, a snarling heaviness is a great way to harsh your mellow. And there are not many ways that a snarling heaviness comes upon you apart from a pouncing. Oh, Jesus, that was close. Wow. Just going for one in the middle? Yeah. 
Risky move. Oh, it's you know what? It's, a, it's I think it's going to pay off. I I believe in this one, even though it looks unstable. I think he's got it. And now wow. the place, and he placed in the middle. It's a good Andy. wow. Wow. Uh, so you managed to roll and scramble like basically you hit the ground and as you're going down you start rolling your body and I yell out not today. <laughs> Not today. And you, you, you roll away. Um, you've dropped your flashlight. Um, and it has landed so that you can see, uh, you, you can see the outline of a humanoid, a crouched humanoid presence in front of you. Uh, it has sort of, uh, like around its head and back, there's like wild hair. Um, and it growls and the moonlight peeks through the trees and catches its eyes in a way that make them glow. Do I recognize the face? It's too hard to see in the darkness. Your flashlight has landed, so it's illuminating directly behind this. But do I recognize any so of the REI a, sportswear? It's a silhouette. You do see some REI sportswear. So you can ascertain that this is probably not Alex Manich. Considering the no short shorts. No short and shorts. Top no and shirt. it's not glistening. Not glistening. Does she look like a 10? It's hard to say. With just know. a silhouette. It's true. It, she could be a butterneck. A butterneck. Yes. Everything butterneck. Everything's great. Butterneck Neck. clearly was torn out by some sort of creature at some point in her life. Um, I think. I think at this point, I I am starting to to freak out. Okay. And would do my best to uh, get out of the situation. Okay. So you're gonna run. Run like a man. All right. I need you to pull a brick. To to run like a man. To I run like pull, a man. I will pull a brick. To uh, run like a man. I don't know. <laughs> I think it can be done. I'm what, not so what, sure. what you need to do is you need to believe in the heart of the Jenga pieces. Yeah. It's much like the Yu-Gi-Oh! technique. Believing in the heart of the Jenga pieces will lead you to certain victory. Uh, look at the assuredness in that. He went in like a professional with surgical precision. A- and confidence. And he selected oh. it perfectly. Oh, wow. So, All right, so All right I'm going to advise you not to get too comfortable, work. Dan. You do manage to run away, but now we need to make sure that you have run in the correct direction to head towards the chopper pickup because you're disoriented. So mm-hmm. you and, and now you're have high. the option to pull a brick. <laughs> you know what? I I think at this moment in time, it's just best for me to get away from what's going on. So direction to me is not going to be that important because I'm just getting away from this thing that yeah, attacked me. Absolutely. That's, that's a and good I'm still move. running like a man. Okay, so let's cut that's back. A good move. Let's cut back to Dad. Dad, yeah. you are now just outside the tree line. Yeah. Um, you're by it. the fire. The fire is still tall. Um, it's still burning bright, and you can see in the distance a chopper. Excellent. But it's going to be a while soon enough before that chopper gets to you. Yeah. 
What are you doing? I am just looking around, scared to death. Mm -hmm. And just watching. Okay. So you're keeping a cautious eye. Right. Um, You are swiveling your flashlight around the tree line when something emerges from it. It's dark, it's shadowed, you don't have the perfect angle to get your flashlight on it, but something big, something dark came out of the trees. Doesn't look like Dan. Dan was running upright. This thing is sort of moving on a hobbling all fours almost. Not quite. Light touching. I prepare my axe. Okay. And I'm going to stay by the fire. All right. Because I can use that as as an advantage. Okay, so this thing sort of stumbles out of the tree line and starts looking around. Um, And then it turns its head up at the full moon and lets out a low moan. And it sort of ends in a snarling hiss. That's not good. That's not great. And nope. That's not the best situation to be in. No. There are a lot of situations you would rather be in than this one. I think I'm in trouble. Yeah. I uh, I thought it was going to end with the guy moaning Daryl. Daryl! Wish I had a chainsaw. All right. All right. I stand my ground. You stand your ground. Um, and it sees you. It sees your silhouette, and it starts bounding towards you. Mm-hmm. You steal yourself, um, and you shine your flashlight on it. And as you shine your flashlight on it, you see it come up the hill. And at first, it's... Uh, movements are sort of unstable and shaky, and you can see things falling off of it uh, as it runs. Uh, just pieces of its body are actually tearing off and falling to the ground. And as they fall to the ground, its running becomes much more, much more certain, much more directed, much more purposeful. Its footwork becomes less awkward. And you see the form come up in front of you, and it is covered in terrible dark hair. And it lets out a a snarling growl as it approaches you. And you see what you can only describe in your mind as a werewolf. Whoa. That's your reaction as well. (laughs) (laughs) I get on my knee and prepare to strike. Okay. To strike at the right moment, you are going to have to pull a brick. This is going to be a problem. Good luck with that. (laughs) Did you get into my stash? Is that why you were just like, whoa? (laughs) Did the Keanu Reeves reaction? Yeah, Dad had some edibles. (laughs) I forgot I made brownies. Yeah, I would go lower. I'm just going to say, I would start lower. I understand, but there's not many options left. I think you came, yeah. And now the difficult part is the place, I think. Smart, 
doing a center place. Don't get comfortable, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so are so we going to wait? Strike. It is a strike. So are we going to wait for 10 seconds? Or it is. Eight? No, we're not. No, okay. it's clearly the tower isn't unstable right now. But uh, you do. You let out a strike. It's a hit. It's a palpable hit. But... Uh, for those of you who know werewolf fiction, a werewolf is much hardier than any normal creature. And even if you were to just strike a wolf, it would not go down so easily. It falls to the side and it rolls. Um, you've clearly injured it. There is blood coming from its head. Um, but it gets up and it's slowly now circling you. And you're sort of circling it in the opposite way. You prepare yourself for another strike. What do you do? I turn and lunge. All right. You go on the offensive. Whoa. 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 I, you know, I... Ooh, he's got it. He's got it. He's got at least a loose one. Lunge. You lunge and it strikes true. You are so close to being able to sit down. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Come on. Um, you, you have, you have hit the creature on the head and this next one went into the throat and you tore, you tore out the throat, uh, the axe. Uh, so now it is injured and it is breathing heavily on the ground. And it is looking at you with a predator's eye still. As you notice, the wound on its head is closing up. And then you remember, in the back of your mind, silver. Silver kills werewolves. And where am I going to get silver? Well, that is a good question. Do you have any silver on your person? Pull a brick. No, no, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> you could save both yourself and Dan by defeating the werewolf. So don't go for anything that's too hard. Holy shit. You found a loose one. I found a loose one. I love how James slips out of the announcer voice there. There we go. Oh! Its wound closes up, and we are going to have to reset the tower. Wow. All right, and we resume with Dan. Um, you are running, uh, and you're running very Forward. quickly without a flashlight, as you've dropped your flashlight. Um, you, you, you remember Serpentine. Um, and you don't know if, uh, that's a strategy of running or if you just think that word sounds cool in your mouth. Serpentine. Serpentine. Probably both. Mm -hmm. Serpentine. I like it. Um, so you are running, uh, and you've put a good bit, bit of distance, uh, from where you were to where you are now. And you look around and you realize you are lost and it is dark. What do you do? I look up to see if I can find the North Star. All right. To Where's try and, and, and start to uh, walk up the hill, thinking remember, that that will lead me. Remember your third grade astronomy and pulled brick. Uh-huh. Easy. 
right? Yeah. Sure. No problem. <laughs> A werewolf descends upon you. <laughs> As you look for the North Star, what you instead see is the predatory glimmer of the eyes of a werewolf wearing short shorts and glistening in the moonlight as it descends upon you and tears out your throat. Your shimmering life force reflects against the moonlight and we return to Cliff. Dad, you you see its wounds close up. Close up, yes. Um, but lucky for you, the helicopter arrives, um, and it is very close to you. The werewolf still has sustained heavy damage on its throat, um, so it's having trouble breathing. Breathing, even though it tries to make a lunge at you, you run away. You go down to the safety line of the helicopter, and. Uh, the the like uh one of the rescuers repels down from the helicopter um you're sort of babbling incoherently a lot has happened very quickly um and he's trying to make sense of you he checks you for concussions you're saying something about wolves uh and the rescuer is sort of not listening to you when the padding footsteps of the werewolf start coming up the rocky surface of the mountain and it jumps and lunges not at you, not at the rescue worker, but at the line to the helicopter and grabs that line in its teeth and thrashes in the air. That destabilizes the helicopter and the wind picks up. Um, you run as the helicopter crashes to the ground and the werewolf drops the line and jumps upon the rescue worker and you disappear into the tree line to relative safety. You are breathing heavily. Your hopes of rescue are dwindling. The moon rides high in the air and you think about the climb down. And that's the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode of One Shot. Ladies and gentlemen, we try to end on a high note. Yeah. Well, heroes, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of One Shot. Next week, we're going to be starting our holiday special, which will be run in Deadlands Noir. I'm really looking forward to that. I want to thank James Applewhite and everyone else for being on the show. I'm going to post some links to some of the articles James has written on music in the comments. If you like One Shot and you want to help us out, a great way to do it is to write a review for us on iTunes. The more five-star ratings we have, the easier it is for people to find the show. Also, if you got some buddies who are into role-playing or podcasts or who have nothing better to do with their time, you should send us their way. Also, you could post a link to our site on one of your favorite role-playing message boards. But enough with the begging. You get it. We want people to listen to the show. Before we go, I need to mention that this is a Peaches and Hot Sauce production. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network. We have podcasts, articles, and videos for your viewing and listening pleasure on peachesandhotsauce.com. Peaches and Hot Sauce. It's a thing you know about. Finally, heroes and heroines, that music swelling up over my voice right now is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure. 
See you next time, heroes.